When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, yo, man, yo, you know the voice, you know the headline, we back again, it's Wednesday, man, it's Rap Names Day, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, it's me, man, it's Mari and all that, you know what I mean, Jerry, what's going on? Not much, my guy, just outside, you know, enjoying life. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm, um, I've been, I've been outside a little bit more recently, I, you know, I say that, I've been outside a little, just a, just a little bit more, a little bit more on the weekends and all that, you know what I'm saying, um. Missed the, missed the last couple bomb episodes. I've been I've been out with the family and shit, man. You know what I mean? I'm trying to turn like Sunday into like a day that you know what I mean? Like like when we can, when we can figure it all out. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, go to the mall, get something to eat, whatever. You know, just build. You know what I mean? Just you know, just get that family time in and all that, man. You know what I mean? Shit is important. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, the whole time I'm out with them or whatever I'm doing, you know, the Peloton just touched down and all that. So. I'm getting my workout playlist together and shit like that. So, um, you know, speaking of that playlist and all that, you know, what you what you what you been listening to this week? This little this boy's past two weeks, past past couple weeks. What you what you been listening to? Um, so I was listening to a lot of uh, uh, uh what's it, two thousand and one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chronic. Yeah, I've been listening to that. Um, what else was it? Uh, it, it, it? I mean, honestly, that joint has been in rotation <clears throat> a lot. Um, I, I definitely revisited um, uh, some Fat Joe stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, what's the John uh, uh, with Kilo on it? Um, mm. uh, you're not sure. talking about the um. That ain't the. That's uh, not the. That's not the double, is it? My bu- my buddy. No, nah, it's the joint. He j- it's the joint. He just did a um a sequel to. Oh oh, oh. no no no. So the dark side. Dark side. Kilo. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. That's the um. Yeah yeah. That's the that's the that's the double. I think I think dark side. If I'm not mistaken, I think I think dark side is the um was the was the double album that okay. he put out like before and all that shit or whatever. Yeah, that's a good song. It's um fucking um who who's on there? I know I know Cam is on there. Uh uh push push. Yeah, featuring clips and cam. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that, and then you know, I, I was listening to Kyle's drop out a lot. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Same. Same. Like I went back and I was listening to, um, in particular, I was listening to uh, Family Business. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we'll we'll talk about that later. Like where I got the, you know, where that shit kind of popped back up into my head. But like I remember being around, you know, at that time, like you know figuring out who Kanye is on like a rapping side it was like oh shit like yeah college dropout was that shit because it was like nothing I had heard up until that point um you know it's like it's like he said at the you know the press conference or whatever you know he I'm not that rich I'm not that gangster but I'm doing this and I'm living this kind of life so this is more relatable so yeah I I definitely tap back in with that um definitely listen to that I was listening to just kind of running through his discography really like when we went to the mall this past weekend um we was listening to uh all of the lights 
You know what I'm saying? Like my wife, like she's singing the shit word for word, and she's just like, man, like I forgot how good this song is, and da da da. So we just kind of like reminiscing together over that. Um, I was listening to some Aldo. Aldo just dropped some shit. Um, today actually, uh, we're recording this on Monday, uh, February the 28th. You know what I'm saying? And um, Aldo just had dropped. Let me, let me pull up the name of the song real quick so y'all can get that. It's called Still Hope. So he's still working with Spanish Ran. Um, they've been making some fucking magic together, man. Um, so I was listening to that. I was listening to a lot of like Nim Low. Um, so I'm, I'm listening to like more of shit that like I actually can, you know what I mean? I actually can look at these guys and say like I've seen they come up or I'm watching them do what they do in real time. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes you got to tap back in with the grimy shit, the not the glitz and the glamour and all that, you know, whatever, um, which I don't really listen to too much of that anyway. You, you check my playlist on any given day, man. It's probably grimy unless I'm out with the fam. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, I definitely college drop. I was on my shit, but I was, I was just super tapped into like some, some grimy, some grimy rap and all that, man. You know what I mean? Um, oh, aside from this, I got to tell y'all this. I ain't tell you this. So my daughter, my oldest daughter, you know what I'm saying? She turned 13 a couple weeks ago. Um, officially a teenager now. You know what I mean? Uh, so she told me that she's a fan of Tyler, the creator. Right. Like she told me, like she like his music, you know, she got like a poster and all this shit or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, you know, what um what songs in particular? You know what I mean? So she started naming off some songs. So as she naming them off, I'm listening to them. And it all it was like a constant. It just reminded me of like some N.E.R.D. shit. You know what I mean? Like and you can tell like you got the influence and all that. Um, So I, I told my daughter, I said, yo, if you like this, you should listen to this. And I put her up on seeing sounds, you know, which came out what? 2008 now i said it's 14 years old now um it's one of my favorite albums ever and just like the music put me in that that mindset so i put her up on it and you know i'm, I'm doing the dad shit i'm like yeah Yo, you listen to that yet and she's like nah i'm gonna listen to it da, da, da. so then i see her again in the crib i'm like hey you listen to that album yet and she oh no i'm gonna do it at the school i say yeah all right cool so the next day after school i pull up with you know it's hour or two after she got home i let her breathe i was like you know what i'm gonna give her a chance Put up on her again. She was like, yeah, I listened to it. I like da-da-da. Like, she named off, like, four or five songs off the top of her head that she liked, genuinely enjoyed. And um, that shit warmed my fucking heart, bro. Because, like, it it let me know that now we've just taken our relationship to another level to where I can, like, recommend you music that I fucked with and you like it, too. Like, that shit is ill. Yeah. It's, uh, that, that connection is dope. I had a uh, – obviously, mine's is two – so it's a little different um but I, I i literally had a similar situation to that to the to the level that i can have it at mm-hmm. um and like i said i've been i've been heavy in my uh in my 2001 bag yeah so whenever i whenever i want to listen to an old album I, I just automatically get it or uh put it save it you know to the top but i save the edited version like all the time because mm-hmm. it's just it just makes sense i'm like yo the chances of me not being in the car with you know right. what i mean my little my little homie Right, <laughs> just it's slim to none. So I just need to have the editor Jones because even even when she goes to sleep, I still want to play the editor Jones just cause. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, um, I I really wanted uh her to get down with um uh what's the what's the uh what's the what's the what's the what's the what's the title track off that John? Um, uh, I gotta pull it up. Let's see, yeah, I was about to say I'm about to, I'm about to do the same shit right now. Uh, I got you. Here we go. Um, still DRE, still DRE. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I just like because like yeah. something about the album I'm listening to. I'm like, yo, this is this is just like sonically pleasing, right? Like, 
Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, for long story short, uh, next episode, um, you know, I played that joint and she was like, you know, she's nodding her head and she see me. Like, if she Uh see me nodding my head, like going like, you know, whatever, she's doing it. So, all weekend, all she kept saying to me was, daddy, I'm like, what's up, bro? I want to hear da-da-da-da-da. So, so like, yo, right? So this morning, so like her mom hit me and was like, yo, you, she listening to Dr. Dre? (laughs) I had to tread lightly because like, like at face value, it's like, damn, you shouldn't really be happy. Listen to it. But like, I I, I, I recognize how my my daughter takes in music right now. Mm -hmm. Like, so Mm -hmm. like whenever I'm, whenever full honesty, whenever songs are played, obviously she's not old enough to hear these songs. I only harp and emphasize certain words. Yeah. I, so that's what she picks up from it, right? Yeah. And it's like the fun words or whatever the case may be. So she gets in the car this morning. Uh, so you know, I told I told her mom, I was like, I was like, look, I'm not really necessarily having her listen to the Dre. It's this is what it was. She heard yeah, the John, yeah, yeah. right. yada yada yada, right. blah blah blah. And she was just right. like, yo, she was like, yo, I thought that's what it was. Like she was. She said, oh, she was, she kept saying, da, 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 da. and I'm like, yo. And you're like, no, nah, I know be, what that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So look, this this morning when I pick her up, I put on put on the drum, I'm like, yo, what you want to listen to? And she like, da, 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 da. So I'm like, all right, best. <laughs> I put it on. So I go, da, 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 da. I was like, it's the uh, it's the number one, uh, it's the number one D O G. And here she, yeah. she literally says, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I said, oh, oh shit. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Right that's it. That's that's one of those moments as a father that not only validates your taste in music now as a dad, but it's like I knew this was that shit because this been that shit since I first heard it. And the fact that I'm still elated about this song and I'm passing it on to you. And now you, me, and you can bond over this. It's nothing like it, bro. Like it's it's, it's really not like, like it. And, and I can't stop listening to that album. Just to be honest, yeah. Like ever since yeah. Super Bowl, I can't stop listening to. Makes sense. To, to, yeah, it's crazy. It's a great album. I mean, it, it's still a great album. Um, I want to say that, like, when I think of Snoop, my favorite Snoop album is The Last Meal. Like I remember having. Uh, I think I think my mom had to buy it for me. What year did that come? Let me see. Let me see what year that came out. Cause I I know I had that album like I had the you know I had a copy of that shit like I was in like I was in like fucking middle school I'm sure I was in middle school um let me get the year just so I'm I'm accurate on this shit we don't do a lot of fact checking but sometimes we do yeah 2000 I was 12 bro I was 12 years old in 2000 I had that album and I would never forget like it was just it's one of those things that like let me know um you know that my mom like was really like cause even since I was a kid but my mom she know what's up when it comes to like rap and shit like that. Um, she actually called me a week ago, I want to say, and she was like, I, we, we, we talked for about 20 minutes. We got off the phone. She called me right back. So I answered. She was like, hey, I meant to ask you, you heard that Push T song, Diet Coke? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. And she was like, how you feel about that? I said, I like it. She was like, I like that. She said, I like the part when he said, you know, you order Diet Coke. That's a joke, right? Like, And she laughed at it and was like, you know, because it reminded me of people that go order fast food and you know, they get a Diet Coke to think, you know, whatever. So she was just like laughing about that. She had like a ball with that. Um, But again, like it's just a full circle kind of thing because it's like my daughter with my music taste, my mom, my music to like, like it's all, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's music. You know what I mean? Like it's heavy music. What's up, boo? It's baby girl right here. Come here. <laughs> Thank you, boo. 
Yeah, I just got live, you know what I mean? Live, live dad footage on the pod and shit like that. You live know what I'm saying? Dad footage. Yeah, man. She had to come tell me goodnight and all that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, it's just, you know, music is one of those things that there's always songs that not only I can relate to on like a spiritual level, but it's like it's family involved with the shit where I listen to songs and I think about, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you think about that shit that's going on. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I think I, I think that's actually a great uh a great transition into this um this album, Jerv. You know what I'm saying? We talked a lot about. You know, we talked a lot about Benny the Butcher. We talked a lot about Pusha T and who we're looking forward to dropping. And we got a motherfucking Conway the Machine album, bro. We got God Don't Make Mistakes, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man. Um, shit. It's a heavy album. It's heavy. Content. Um, You know, he got some good features on this shit. But I want to I wanna circle back and talk about, like, that content part, though. Because this shit is like, this is like next level, dog. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know you had a chance to tap in and listen to it. What's your, what was your initial thoughts on it? You know what I mean? Um, so you know, I, I'm I'm a fan of Conway. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm generally just gonna like his projects for the most part because he's consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this one. Uh, I'm not saying it's better than anything else because it's not my favorite one, but um, I I I appreciated that it was different. Um, I appreciated that it was, it, it, you know, it was a, uh, I don't want to say it's the mature John because it's not that. Um, a good example would be um, literally today, I was, you know, on the gram and I saw uh, Westside um, post a video of him on like the private jet or whatever the case yeah. was. He had, and he had the fan with him. Mm-hmm. And, like that's what this Conway album was to me. It wasn't, you know, this was to me. This is the, yo, I can do, I can do, I can do more than just the grimy shit. But like, I'm not about to be ha- out here with the glitz and glamour. That's to take your phrase from a couple minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be out here with the glitz and glamour. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this um, very much um, uh, Beans's way. Which is which yeah. was I thought was very dope that he had beans on the project. Mm-hmm. Um, God, man, like that dude can still spit. Yeah. It's just that you, it's just, it's just that you know the lung, man. He, he can only do but so much. Do so much, yeah. Um, but yeah. like I, you know, I was I thought that was dope. I really appreciated the Philly vibe on the album. Um, between Beans, um, Jill Scott, Jill Scott. Wallow getting a um get, yep. get getting getting a couple seconds uh, on the album. Yep. Um, you know, so I tip my cat cap to uh to Conway on the project. I think it's dope. Um, I'm I'm excited to see if this is a direction he's planning to keep on going in. Yeah. Um, to just show it show even more versatility to show, you know, to show what it is. And um, it's a product, you know, it's it's a you know, I, I I was telling my homie um uh the other day when we were talking about the album, and I said that. You can tell that Beans influenced the like Beans influenced them. Yeah, right? like, absolutely. Like yo, Beans was somebody he clearly listened to a lot. Hundred um, percent. You know, during his come up uh, of wanting to be an artist or wanting to be a you know or just listen to music in general, mm-hmm. and then that all stems back into you know with all due respect to Hove, you know shout out you know Hove one you know the, the the goat in my eyes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know they all all stems back to 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 Big right because Beans is a product of Big, a Big directly from you know Big. what I'm saying. Yep. So um, 
I, you know, I, I really appreciate what Conway did. Um, I, I just appreciate Griselda for, yeah. for a nigga like me who, 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 who pre, who, you know, who, who grew up liking a certain type of music, mm-hmm. and for these dudes to, 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 to still be, still to be able to do that, but still do it in a way where like it's still it's authentic. Cool to death. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I share a lot of those same sentiments, and um, so I got a chance to check out uh Conway. He was on Bootleg Cabs podcast. Um, and he was talking about how the Benny Siegel feature came about, you know, and he's basically was saying Siegel is one of those dudes who, you know, we don't need anybody else to say like, that he's like real, but every time we hear it, it's like, yeah, this is just another case of him being validated. But anyway, um, he said that Siegel pulled up in Buffalo and was just like, yo, I came to kick it with you. I came to connect with you. I'm trying to see what's up. Let's do something. He stayed for like a week. You know, it wasn't just like a quick you know, I'm here today. Let's let's take some pictures. Let's shake hands, and I'm I'm be out on some rap shit. It was like, nah, you're somebody. I'm somebody. Let's build and let's you know see how we can you know keep this shit going for the future. So I'm I I was just happy to see that one of the features made it on the album. You know what I mean? Because he said that they did multiple joints. So I'm assuming that you know maybe over the course of the next couple of months, maybe there's a deluxe version. We get another song with Seagull. You know what I mean? You never know. It might end up on Seagull Project. You know, Seagull's back in the studio and shit like that. So, um. But what I like about the album a lot is that as transparent as Conway has been in his career up to this point, I didn't realize that there were still more layers to go. Like, I didn't realize that there were still more things to uncover because we all know about the shooting. We know about, you know, the Bell's palsy. Um, You know, they lost DJ Shade. You know what I mean? Like, they lose a lot of people. You know, it's Buffalo, right? Like, it's just the environment comes with the territory. But But I appreciate how he got in depth talking about, like, you know, alcoholism and, you know, shit like that. Like, yo, people see me doing all of this shit, but like, do anybody give a fuck that I'm stressed still? You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to look at him in his position and say, oh, you made it. You good. What you got to be sad for now? You good now? And it's like, nah, a lot of that shit is like dudes from the streets live with, you know, survivor's remorse. Even if you don't blow up to be a big rapper, if you get a good job, you feel survivor's remorse because you know a lot of people that didn't get a chance to do that. And I feel like that's evident through the whole album on this is like Khan is like really peeling back the layers to like who he is, not just the average street nigga. It's like, no, this is who I am. And albums like this is where stars are made to me. You look at DMX. DMX was a big star because he gave us his all of him, his heart, his soul, like his passion, his his shortcomings, his 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 mistakes, his flaw, like all of that. And the world embraced him because it's like we can see some of the some of us, you know what I mean? Like, like you see some people that we grew up around or whatever. So I think this album did a lot for Khan. Um, and also it's like, it's always that, I don't want to say fear, but when you when you hear a major label debut, you like, oh man, I wonder is the music going to take a hit? And for me, this was bigger music than he's, you know, ma- like he, he's made big music. Like, let's not get that twisted. But this music on here was big in a way that was like, Oh, this is real. Wait, like this is this was a know, uh this was a major label release. This, this I didn't this, realize that. Yeah, this was his shady debut. So this is basically his debut album. Like oh. he has a lot of projects out and shit like that, but this is like technically, you know, like this is his debut album. This is the shady album, you know what I mean? Um okay, that explains a lot of the content. That, that explains even furthermore some of the content. Absolutely, the yeah. Um, you know, and so I think you know, just like 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 you said, the Philly vibes on this, um, you know, because Philadelphia is very instrumental in hip hop. Period. Like throughout the, you know, the lifespan of hip hop, Philly is is there. You know, at any given point, Philly is there. Whether it's like an influence, whether it's an artist, whatever. Um, you know, so shout out to Philly. You know, absolutely on that. Um, 
I appreciated that he had Jill Scott on there with fucking bars. They were like, she was rapping. I like that shit. Like, I like that. I, I was like, God damn, Jill, can we get like five joints like that? Would you Jilly like see Philly, bro? Yeah, man, she, listen, <laughs> man, she got the talking that talk. Jill, God, nah. I was like, oh, what now? Like, she was, she was talking that talk, man. You know what I mean? Jill Scott is one of them women in our culture that we bow down and, hey, you know what I'm saying? Make sure she good. Any spot she That's in, the make queen, sure she, yo. The queen, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's the queen. Um, but yeah, man, I th- I think that this album is just like, you know, again, we're huge Conway fans, Griselda, that whole sound. But this album right here, I think, separated Conway from like um just being just another dude that can rap. Yeah, he can rap. He make good like no. This right here, like this, is the reason why a lot of niggas that you know could rap didn't become stars because like we don't know their story, and if people can't relate to your story, then it's hard for them to like buy into your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like to really, to really buy into it. Like I remember when Benny dropped um, "Burden and Proof" or whatever, mm-hmm. and I remember saying after that, thinking to myself, like, "Damn, Benny got uh, Benny. Benny's Benny's the star. Like I see mm-hmm. star potential." And um, and this is no knock on Benny. I mean, he probably still can be a star, but I think Conway uh, with this particular album, with 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 the step, especially with it being on a major, taking that leap and and being able to find a lane when you when you make that transition to the major, being able to find his lane of still giving you music that's true to him. Mm-hmm. But put doing it in a way that majors just be cool with it. That's a very hard thing for a lot of artists yeah. to do that are that, that are dope on the independent level or underground level yep. or whatever. It's to it's to it's to put out the major album or whatever. And when they get the opportunity, he figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, with him being able to figure it out and him being nice, and the fact that to me personally, I think he is the nicest of the group, mm-hmm. and that's not. Trash yeah, yeah, yeah. I just oh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, yeah. whenever there's a group, there's always someone that's nicer than, than yeah. everyone else. And I think yeah. that's particularly him. Um, I think that he he has a lane that you know he's he he I can't see him making the song that that, that white people are gonna like per se. Yeah, um, but I think he has the opportunity and the ability mm-hmm. to make make the make the dope boy song or whatever the case may be. That 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 we as fans of yeah. you know of, of early career or whatever part of career would be like yo that shit fire yeah but also the song that you know is going to constantly being sp- being spun on the radio for sure yeah not for sure and, and 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 to your point about like him being the nicest I always draw the comparison like I'm not trying to compare him to Styles or like Benny to Jada Kids but in this sense. Conway is like Styles to me in the sense that like he's technically like not like he is fucking like he's he's sharp the same way Styles is sharp but we but Kiss is a different it's like it's that's Kiss and I think that as they continue to grow in the game I think that they'll kind of you know take on that you know which is which is why it makes sense to why they had him on um driver's seat it was like 38 special it was Benny and then it was um Styles, it was Kiss, you know what I mean? Like the Griselda Lock shit. They like they know, they know what's up, they know what's going on. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, this this album is just like it's it's one of them, dog. Like it's really one of them, and it, you know, and it's something that you like y'all know us, dog. We're not gonna come on here and tell y'all, oh yeah, check this out, my listen to this if it ain't that. We would tell you in a minute, hey, I was disappointed in this shit. We told you we was disappointed in the Ross album, so like let's you know, let's let's be real. We'll 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 come on here and tell the truth. 
Um, but this shit is like it's it's just one of them, man. You know, and it made me it made me sit back and think like a lot of stuff that he was saying because like he he like asked himself some hard questions and dealt with some hard topics on this shit as far as like you know, would he be where he is without the shooting? You know what I'm saying? Not to say that he's happy that it happened, but what he started to do after it happened because he had no choice. I, that, I think that's a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's a lot of people's story because it's like, I know for me, when I lost my brother, I was, you know, 17 going on 18. You know, the worst shit that ever happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, easily. As you grow older and you start to realize that, like, his energy while you were here, you know, while, while he was here, and, you know, and now it's changed you in ways where do you think, do I think I would have got to certain levels without that kind of, you know what I mean? Like without that push, without that extra four, I don't know. And so it's like listening to this album kind of made me feel like, oh, okay. Other people feel like this. Other people feel like tragic events in their life have had um, positive, you know, effects on them. Which might be it might be crazy to hear if you've never been through anything, but like those that have, like you understand that it's like you know you piece shit together and you look through the pain and you like okay cool let me pick up these pieces and let me you know do this. But um yeah this 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 album this album is crazy man um it's and and the music didn't suffer because of the content. It's not like he just went so dark on us that you can't enjoy it. Like this is a great album. It's just a great album with content. You know in 2022 I know that sounds kind of foreign to y'all. You know, he's not rapping about his watch the whole album. He ain't rapping about how many, you know, how many bands he threw the whole album. He rapping about some real shit. So, you know, hey, I, you know, it's my kind of shit, man. It's our kind of shit. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's rap names approved. I'll tell you that. Not a lot of albums is going to get that stamp right there, but it's rap names approved. You heard that here first. Hey, you ever have that moment where you're like, damn, I'm hungry, but I don't want to go out to eat. It is way too expensive. And I don't know what to make because I'm not really into cooking. Guess what? It's real easy. It's real simple. I got a solution for you. Hello Fresh. They deliver they deliver pre-portioned ingredients to your door including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week so you get convenience without skimping on quality. You skip the trip to the grocery store, save you the wait in the long lines and ensuring you don't waste money on excess food. Also, 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. Let me say that again. 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality and you can save on average over $65 per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. It's money back in your pocket. All right? So, to review, A, great food, B, less expensive, C, less expensive than even if you went grocery shopping yourself. HelloFresh cuts back on time spent in the kitchen with meals ready in around 30 minutes or less. 30 minutes or less. I'm talking about right now, I'm recording this at noon. By 12.30, lunch is served and it's fire. Come on now. You know I did it. I'm not just, I'm, I don't do this thing while I read the ad. Like, oh, what do you want me to talk about? Uh, I'll, I'll say whatever. I got to live it. I got to experience it. And I did. I had the beef tenderloin and cheese fondue. Fire. Fire. I've got leftovers in the fridge right now that I'm about to destroy. That's right. Those 30 minutes that I was going to take to make a meal, I lied. Not making a meal right now. Eat my leftovers. But guess what? Tonight, dinner, we back at it. So make sure you're doing your due diligence. Make sure you're getting your HelloFresh living right. Save you time. 
save you money, make sure everybody going crazy in the house. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BOMB16 and use code BOM16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. That's right. It's HelloFresh.com slash BOM16. Use code BOM16 for up to 16 free meals and 3 free gifts. HelloFresh, it's America's number one meal kit. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. You know, we, we, hadn't, we hadn't spoke on none of the, none of the yay shit. The genius documentary, you know what I mean? We two episodes deep. Um, by the time you guys hear this episode, the rap names, the third one should be out. I don't know if they did any like pushing back or anything, but it should be out. The third, third and final one should be out. Um, Jerv, you got a chance to you know check it out and shit, man. What you uh, what was your what was your what was your first impressions like when you knew that this was coming out and that you seen this shit drop? What was your first impressions of this genius documentary? I mean, my first impression was I ain't watching this shit. <laughs> um, but then um, I started seeing everybody talk about it, and not just not just the hype beast people, like people that mm-hmm. I I can trust to tell me, yo, you you want to see this, Jonas? All mm-hmm. right. Um, <clears throat> but I, after that, I um, we've said this on the main show uh, tons of times. I'm just mesmerized at the amount of footage that people have from back in the day yeah. where when I really break it down, I really think about it and think how I was as a, a, around that time and what I was doing. I'm not that shocked because hell, I was taking pictures. I had video cameras. You know, my girlfriend in college at the time, she had a video camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she would go to homecomings and shit with her people's and, and film shit. And I knew a ton of people doing that type shit, but it, it just, it just mesmerized. I'm so mesmerized every single time that one of these iconic figures come out and they just show all this behind the footage, raw footage of, of things on, on the journey. And it's, it's amazing, man. Like 
I I I think that I, you know you know without going too deep into what it is, you know, uh, yeah. I just think that. I think it's I th- I think that the project itself is it's it's fucking amazing. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? It's amazing. And you know, I kind of I don't I don't get dude, but like I get why dudes an ass sometimes, yo. Nobody yeah. like yo, everybody trying they to was not listening to this nigga. Nobody at like all nobody was <laughs> listening to this nigga, dog. Nobody <laughs> was trying to show him any love. You know, niggas was basically just Trying to put him on the shelf because he was that nice as a fucking producer. Yep. Niggas was like, yo, I'll tell you whatever I gotta tell you to keep you yep. as a producer. Nigga, bro. nigga, they nigga, they signed him. Like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. He wanna deal, sign that nigga so we can keep them beats. Cause I, I really honestly think that Rockefeller, and I'm not gonna say that they wouldn't have eventually signed him anyway, but I think that they they understood that like Raucus and all these other labels out there really wanted him because they really knew what he had and they, it fit what they had and it could have propelled them. They were they he they, they had a decision to make. Are we gonna let this nigga leave and possibly not get beats or get taxed out the ass for them beats, or are we gonna get this nigga a deal so we can keep getting these beats? We can shelf the album, fuck it. But we need everybody was house. getting deals back then, bro. Get, anybody <laughs> could get a deal. Nigga, they had young Steph on the roster, bro. Young Steph. <laughs> I remember opening up one of them books. I don't know if it was Bleak's album or something. But it had like the rollout of like um you know this is back when you can buy physical CDs for you you kiddo you kiddos out there and it had a booklet in there sometimes it had a little cool shit so it had like the Rockefeller artist lineup you know in it um and then like the album release dates and shit which nobody ever stuck to album release dates I don't know why they put them in the book everybody shit got pushed back a year or two but um but anyway yeah I remember Young Steph and when I saw it on episode two of this I was like wow bro Kanye had to fight through some shit nigga. They was in there recording Young Step shit, having Ye sit down on the side with his arm folded, like, man, like I gotta get in where I fit in, type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's so ill to see that kind of shit, bro. Cause this they the shooting whole time, the PD crack video, and this yeah. nigga just got he just was at the press conference with him when they were bigging him up. And yep. He's on the side, and everybody else from the rock. <laughs> It's, hey, them niggas look so cool him. in that video, dog. I couldn't get over. I, cool I, re- I remember that video. That video yeah. was fire. And that's the thing. When the video came out, I was like, "Oh shit!" They like, got a video for this because that song was like one of the best songs on that on that album on that Dream Team album. Um, yeah. When I saw the I, video, yo, like you said, you got the light up. <laughs> nah, nah, you good? You good? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm high, man. Listen, um, <laughs> no, but I was saying was like, I, you know. Like you said, immediately my thought was like, yeah, I remember this fucking video. It's a cool video. But to see how cool them niggas look making that video, them niggas look cool, dog. Like they had the hat with the with the jacket, with the jerk. Niggas was bopping and throwing the ones up. And I was like, yo, this is Rockefeller, nigga. Like that's Rockefeller right there. That's why everybody that was around yeah at the time was like, you a Rockefeller nigga, but you're not really a Rockefeller nigga. Like you're not really that right there. You're not young Chris. You're not Emilio Sparks, my nigga, but you with the rock, so it's like you're rocking for the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy because you know, just watching the documentary, it just brought back so many memories. Mm-hmm. Um, it answered questions, I guess, that I had or that I was thinking about. Um, you know, I was always wondering why Petey didn't blow. The way he was supposed to blow, and you know, I I didn't realize that they sent him out to L.A. to 
because he couldn't focus here in Philly mm -hmm. naturally or, or in New York or whatever, naturally doing nigga shit. Probably mm -hmm. he had to go out LA and then they they tell Ye to go out to LA and then Ye goes out to LA and gets in a car accident. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like yo, that's fucking crazy. You should, like, you listen to PD Cracks, um, like some of his interviews that he has over the years, like because because he spoke a little bit more in depth about like why his career went certain ways too. So I definitely suggest like you listen to him talk about it. it's super ill. He has a super ill story. Yo, no, I've definitely I've I've heard I've heard PD yeah um talk about it a couple times. Um, yeah. but I I guess I never I never put two and two together that that. The car accident that Kanye was in. Yeah, I never. You know what? I never was, knew was, that he was, was intertwined with. Yeah, with PD's album, and then it's like, right. oh, sh because you gotta think at that point in time, it's just it's just Ye and just Blaze for the most part on the beats. Right. right. So now you got fuck. You know, and then I figure you 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 know PD's the one they focusing on. Then Ye goes down, and it's just like fuck. You know what I mean? Now, like, yeah. just like, I don't know who else had albums coming out at that time. If, right. You know, but, you know, Beans would have priority. Pete, Absolutely. You know, Beans Bean, Bean said he was going out there. They was like, yo, see, you coming to L.A.? He's like, yeah, I'm going to L.A. too. So it's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, you know what? You know what? But, I, but, I, but it makes sense that we didn't kind of put that together because it's like none of us really thought about Ye and PD Crack, like, being a possible, like, yeah, let's. I mean, yo, we're going to be real, real. None of us really. Unless you was really from the shop, none of us really even knew who the fuck knew who Kanye was at the time. I, I was just about to say that when he got into the car accident, at the time to me, and I was way younger too, I didn't really react like, oh shit, Kanye West got into it. I was just like, oh shit, that's crazy. But now looking back on it, it's like, oh, that was yay. Like MTV News is breaking this shit saying Kanye West. And it's like, but at the time, niggas didn't. Niggas didn't just know, like, you know, yeah, that's gay. Is you know, he's somebody he, he was just somebody else at the time to us. We the public, we wasn't around the Rockefeller. So yo, seeing that <laughs> footage, uh, like just for and and uh what's it, Cootie? Yeah, Cootie. Okay, so first and foremost, I gotta tip my cat to Cootie for for yeah. for willing to risk it all. You yes. know, you Cootie was in the mix. He was making a name for himself locally in Chicago doing Channel his thing. Zero and shit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Channel Zero. And you figure, you know, I got to think in his mind frame, he's like, yo, I'm on to something. Mm -hmm. And for him to be like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to trade all this in because I know I got a feeling. Mm -hmm. and, for, yeah, that's, and, yeah. and, and then, you know, so like I got to tip my cap to him for, for, for just a ma magnificent job of always being able to have the camera and ca capturing yeah. Everything Man, shit. he had Huddy like, Six when he was young, JD, um, Young Yay, Young Yay, Mace when they was out there. Like, that's crazy. That's legendary bro, footage, bro. Like, yo, like being able to see the maturization of the the uh uh the song with Jamie Foxx, right? Like seeing oh that my god, yo, like that's fucking crazy, right? When, J when Jamie with the oh 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 oh, like he yeah. that shit was organic. Be, yo, being able to see the frustration on Kanye's face, trying to break through and get them dudes to respect him, and then and then one day he just says "fuck it," and I'm like just rats for hove, bro. 
and then like for if and, and, and like but like to get all that raw footage of Hove being like, yo, closed mouth don't get fucking fed. Yeah, and then see Kanye just like, oh he shit, said, yeah, yo, said, this, you, this is way this. different. Yeah, yeah, said, this is way different than my mom yeah. base, my mom house. Like this yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and 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 the fact that um, you know, like you fast forward now and you see like the admiration and like you know you got Kanye with the Big Brother song. On the outside looking in, a lot of niggas could just look at it and be like, yeah, that's Jay Z. But it's like no. For him, it wasn't just, yeah, that's Jay-Z. It's like, Jay-Z's one of the illest niggas ever. And I've been waiting to for somebody to validate my raps. And like Scarface sat in and said, yes, my shit was good. And I got most deaf and I got quality, but I don't have that nigga over there saying it yet. So when he sat in there and rap, he came up with the rap before Hove kind of coached him to polish, Hove and Guru, shout out to Guru, yo, and coached him to polish it up. That, yo, that, like, yo, that, that, <laughs> it was, that it was right genius. There. That yo, that right there, I was just like, oh shit. I get why when it comes down to it, he goes with Hove absolutely instead of Dame. I get absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I like because even though Dame was the one who, like, you know, overtly, publicly, you know, showed up for him, it was always in the back of his mind, like, nah, I need the Jay-Z shit because everybody everybody wanted to crown him as the top producer. And he was like, nah, I'm a rapper. Don't 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 say I'm producer rapper. It's disrespectful. It's like calling me a, a kid rapper or this type of rapper. You know what I'm saying? Um, but when he but when he sat there, not only could you look at the excitement on his face when he's rapping his verse, you look at like the man, I did it moment. Like right when Jay-Z was like, Yeah, that's it. That's it right there. That's that shit. And he dapped him up. Yay sat back and it was like, I'm good from here. Like I'm straight. You know what I mean? So, like, but so so as part one. Part one was like all of the struggle, all of the struggle of like getting, you know, getting signed, getting noticed. And yeah, he was making money, you know, he was making good money, you know, making beats. But it was just like, yeah, this is short change because in the grand scheme, am I going to be signed? Am I going to be just another nigga? You know, he said, he looked, you know, I want people to look back one time and be like, remember, he used to just make beats. And, and that's exactly what niggas is doing now. You know, so the fact that he, you know, kind of manifested all of this shit. Another thing that it told me was like. When people say they miss the old Kanye, it's like if you actually fuck with Kanye, it's kind of disrespectful to say you miss the old Kanye because you really miss the silence Kanye who didn't get you know any attention. He's been this way the whole time. He even predicted the yay shit. Like he been he's been this way the entire time. He just what he just didn't have power. And once he got that power, I think you saw that moment when he was sitting next to Puff. I think that was the light bulb moment for him to saying like, oh, I can do what I want now. I'm here. They recognize me because when he because even when Pharrell co-signed this shit. He was happy. He was happy to be getting noticed by a legend, but it was like, nah, this ain't it yet. When he was sitting right there with Puff, I think you even kind of see Puff because, you know, because Ye is talking and he like, he's saying like a lot of like edgy shit and Puff is looking like, oh, this nigga don't know the game yet. Like that was the look I got from Puff. Like, oh, he don't know yet. He don't know his power yet. And once I know, Ye exactly, realized, I know exactly, I know exactly you know what, what I mean? you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like he kind of, because Puff kind of did that nervous chuckle because Ye was talking like some you know, some some other shit. And he was just like, oh, oh, man, like, okay. Yeah, this nigga don't know. <laughs> Let me school him to the game. And then after that, you kind of see, like, where he went from there. Um, but, yeah, I thought, I thought part two was, like, incredible, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, like because part one, it left me wanting more. And I was just like, fuck, like, how, like what, what am I going to see in part two? Because part one was just kind of, you know, early, early days. But this took niggas back to, you know, through the wire, um, you gave us like the extended footage of D-Ray. Uh, shout out to D-Ray Davis. He was rocking that Marshall Falk jersey. Yo. Hey, man, 
I had that Yo. Marshall Falk jersey I, my first day of high school, nigga. <laughs> bro, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I owe that man an apology because without, without ever looking at the credits, my nigga, I just swear that shit was Bernie Mac. Oh when yeah, I, yeah. Oh, you talking about yeah, that, yeah, D-Ray, yeah, nigga. What the fuck was that, Kanye? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, I just uh, <laughs> Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac's from the shop. A lot of like, I, did. I just, I just yeah. assume. Yeah, a lot of people did. A lot of people did. And, and D-Ray, D-Ray is a phenomenal comedian. You know, what I mean, he's one of those guys who's you know influenced a lot of shit. And like to see that raw footage of them getting in the car, and I remember it from the video in real time because Through the Wire was like my favorite song when it came out. I hadn't, I hadn't heard much like that. Yo. Before. You know what I'm Yo, saying? The fact that that man put, he couldn't do, he got the accident, couldn't do the video. And then for him and Cut, uh, Cuddy to be like, Yo, let's just, let's just make this the video. Let's make it the video. Yep. Yeah. Like, yo, to see, I, I remember the first time I saw the video and I was just like, Yo, this yep. shit is crazy. Damn, where's Bull, Bull not even really in the joint? Like, yeah, that's, nah, that's kind of weird. But I didn't really care because, like the editing was dope, like how it was, so it was good. going to join, like yo, it was so good, man. The fact that they was doing like the zoom out with the green on the, you know what I mean, joint, and he was like, yeah, we gonna have this one moving, yeah, it's gonna be moving a little bit more on this, and I'm like, wow, dog, they they fucking did this. Like I remember watching it in real time, and it blew my mind seeing the making of it, like you just said. So to hear D Ray make that up on the fly, just without an arm, I spit without an arm, I spit. My nigga, hold it. It was just a random moment that they caught on camera by chance, and it, it made the video. You know what I'm saying? Like well, when he when he touched the picture of Shaka, like is it was so much shit about that. You know about like that scene in particular that just kind of fucked me up because I was like, damn, this took me back to when I when I first heard this shit, and I first saw that video, and it was you know story on MTV, and I ain't trying to make a bit. Like it was just it's it's super ill, man. Um, you know another thing that I liked in this was uh the 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 gems that like Pharrell was giving. You know, I, the fact that everybody was being a, being a hundred with him, like, yo, you surprised the shit out of me, dog. I didn't know you could rap. I thought it was just the beats. Like, Luda was like, hey, this nigga got skills. He surprised me. I didn't know this nigga really could rap like that. Like, <laughs> I thought it was just production. You know, Pharrell told him, he said, um, he gave him something important. He said, hey, once niggas tell you that you hot, still doubt yourself. You know, because Pharrell said he saw a lot of niggas that was hot, but they had the potential to get complacent. And he said, you don't have that. When you get hot, if you keep this right here that keeps, you know, that separates you, you know, when you got that, that middle ground still where you still doubt yourself and you want to be better, you're going to be ill for the rest of your life. And to know that that was like fucking, what, 19 years ago, some shit like that, almost 20 years ago. And, you know, a lot of that shit was to come true. That was the part that kept fucking me up because everybody was just looking past the nigga, like the college kids, the UCLA kids. He like, hey, nah, go get the magazine over there. It's a full article in there about him. They're like, nah, I believe you. Now... Yeah, you can't go sit down and order no like you crazy. Sit down somewhere and eat food. He was ordering shit, put gravy on this, put the you can't do that shit now. Nah, yeah. <laughs> nah. It's no like he couldn't even come close to doing that shit. Um, I do like how in part one they kind of gave us a little more insight, you know, uh about you know, like like Donda and, and, and exactly how instrumental she was and just his. His balance, I think, you know what I mean? Like, like just him keeping him, keeping him balanced, keeping him humble, keeping him focused. The one thing that stood out to me about Donda um, was she always said his name when she talked to him. You know, and I don't know if that was something that just she recognized when she was young to be like, I have to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's just the type of kid that he was or that's the type of person that he is, that he responds to that well. But you mean the pronunciation? Always, 
Nah, like she 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 always just said his name. Like every she like she like she like Kanye. I like that. Y'all like that song, Kanye. Every single time she addressed him, damn near, yeah, she said his name every single time. And I don't I don't know if that might be one of those little subtle things that like in the back of Kanye's mind when people talk to him, not saying his name or like not, you know what I mean? Like that might that might actually be something where he pay attention to because she always said his name and I, and, it, and it stuck with me because I'm like, man, she's doing that for a reason. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's just her, but she but she's doing that for a reason. And she always said his name. And like I, I just can appreciate that about just her being like a super just like black mom rapping his raps, telling them, Yeah, you remember when you did this? Remember when you said that? Like it was just a beautiful moment, you know, seeing that. Um, you know, and then part two, it comes full circle. She said, You always got that camera. She was talking to Cootie. She said, you Yeah, you got the new year to the cameraman. You know what I mean? So, like, it's one of those type of things, man. But um, yeah, I think I think these first two parts have um I don't I don't want to say like humanize the nigga. He he's a human, you know what I'm saying? But I think that it's giving people who may not have been around and may not understand older like our our era, you know, our like, you know, damn near obsession with his music, you know, overall like people just live by his music. It kind of puts them in the mindset like, "Oh shit. Y'all was around seeing this." And we heard a lot about this stuff, but at surface level. Now we get the behind the scenes of it. You know what I'm saying? So um, but yeah. so, so, but so, so up to this point though, like, what's what's been your favorite shit about this doc? Like, you know, like, did you learn anything new about Ye? Um, or is it like you still, or it's like you knew this shit? You just got a little bit more info, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, most of it I knew. Uh, it was good to relive it, be able to see it through his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I feel like he's always been the same person that he always has been. He's yeah. never been. I, you know, what I mean, he he just didn't have the power yet. He didn't have the power. He's he's been saying this. He, he, I mean, ever since they've allowed him to speak, or he's been able to to reach the masses and speak. Kanye been saying whatever the fuck he wanted to say. Yeah, since day one. Um. So, I you know, um, I I I'm, I'm really looking forward to episode three. Yeah. Um. That's when we get into the shit. Yeah, because we all know. I'm curious to see how much. Of the behind the foot scene, behind the scenes footage that's available. Yeah, because for this part. Yeah. there's got to be some lapse in time where dude just was like, fuck out of here. Like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm on tour. You know, yeah, what no, I mean? absolutely. Yeah, you, you can like, see it in part two when he told, when he told Cootie, hey, I need hype for this, man. And Cootie was like, damn, nigga, like, we them next niggas. Like, what's up? He like, nah, you ill. Man, I need hype. You can kind of start the scene. Yo, now and, and like that was fire too because I I remember I remember multiple Jesus walks videos. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so like you know I'm, you know I'm, I'm I don't want to see it because I know it was a, it was a tragic moment in his life. But I'm I'm really curious to see what we see pre and post when his mother, his mom, yeah, yeah, you know 100%. because we all attribute well not we all but a large portion of people attribute that moment to being the breaking point in his life where yeah. You know the the last remaining the, the only person that was able to ever even and you know and I I remember her saying at some point she couldn't get to him anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um. You know. So I'm I'm curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um. You know. And I, man, I'll just leave you with I. You know, I leave it with this for you. You know what I mean? Um. I just think that I, I want everybody. Yo, know, like my only wish is that all these all these other artists, all these dudes from the '90s, whether it be Snoop. Whether it be Nori, whomever, man, like 
yo, release the footage, man. Like, yeah. yo, hire, yeah. hire somebody to put it together. Man, release the yes. footage, bro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that because, you know, again, when you talk about that era with rappers, like, imagine if Cootie never picked that camera. We get none of this. And and then, like, Kanye doesn't get any of this. Cootie doesn't get, you know, any of this. Chike, like, none of them. None of them get any of this to, to, to go back and look on and pinpoint certain moments in this man's life and his career and his journey to be like, damn, look where he came from. Look at how this shit was going on. Like, he was taking his camera in places where they was like, what you doing with your camera in here? He's like, I'm filming for a documentary. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Um, You know, and um, I think I think one of my favorite parts about it uh, was when, when he started doing this shit. Like, the one thing that I didn't know, and maybe because I was just, like, too young to, like, know this shit or whatever, I didn't have the information was that he worked through the wire by himself. Like, that was, like, really his, you know, like, he pushed that with his team. That wasn't just like, oh, Rockefeller. Yeah, it's like, no, the budget ain't open. We don't even know what's up with you. And he was like, you know what? Cool. Bro, you, you just, it just <laughs> popped up one day, and, and I, it was just on the, like, it was just on MTV somewhere. Like. Absolutely. Yeah, he had the fucking, um, he had, like, the Fred Van Vliet party, like, you know what I mean? Telling people, hey, man, you know, thanks for believing in me. Um, but you know, they won't put my album out. It cost me $33,000. And then Dane walked in, like, what'd you say? Like, what you talking about? And then, you know, yeah, he did his thing right there. He rapped and everything. And he saw the people that he bought out. You know, they was expecting 30 people, but 200 showed up. And Dane was, he saw it in that moment. It was like, you know what? All right. The album coming out. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what it is, you know, and that, and that, you know, the rest of that shit was history, man. Um, I just, I, I just, I, my favorite part about it was seeing the making of that because I didn't even, I didn't even put it together that the lady from part one when they was talking in the chicken spot was in the video, like she was in the yeah. video. I, it didn't even dawn on me when they was in, the, when they was talking to her, but when they played the video, I remembered it like right away, and I was like, oh shit, like yeah, this is, you know, so that that was just great footage, man. Um, you know, so but you know, shout shout out, shout out to you know to to Cootie and Chike, man, because without that goddamn footage, dog, like man. Um, part three, I am looking forward to you know the same thing you said, not on some like morbid shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I really just want to see where he was right before it happened and like right after it happened and kind of like what, how much did it play? Because like I said, her saying his name all the time when she talked to him, man, like it stood out to me because it's just like it, like that shit mattered. That little thing like that mattered. She, you know, she was telling him, man, you, you know, you're the angel, you know, looking over you and shit like that. So it. All of that matters, and I'm sure that'll come back into play. I'm sure we'll get more footage of Donda. Just like in part two, you see them walking on the streets of New York. You know what I mean? Just like after the, you know, after the whole shit, they walking, and she telling me, yeah, Kanye, you know, and she, you know, just just like building them up and shit, man. You know, it was, it was beautiful to see that. So, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I, 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 I fuck with it so far. You know what I mean? Like I said, by the time this episode comes out, part three will be out, and we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, but yeah, man, hey, you know, until next time, man, you know, uh, subscribe, rate, review, and all that. Tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Grab names podcast and shit, man. We out.